I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining. Oh my gosh, guys. I have been on such a journey, such an emotional journey, such a spiritual journey. I have... uh, You get choked up. I have... uh, I've questioned everything. Everything. What's true? What's truth? What's good? What's love? What's virtuous? What to believe? What not to believe? And I finally have gotten clarity (laughs) enough, at least for me to share with you guys where I'm at. And hopefully it blesses you on where you're at and wherever you are and whatever you've chosen and whatever you're going through. If it be in love, you will never, never be led astray. But if it be in fear, it's already led you astray. And this is what I have learned. This is, I mean, I'm reading the book of the Hopi. I'm reading all these beautiful ancient texts, ancient beliefs, ancient people. You know, you've heard me, if you've listened to this podcast any length of time, you've heard me on my background with the Bible and, and I've loved the Bible. And I've said that in past tense because I have loved the Bible deeply. I've given to it everything, every ounce of me reading every day. 14 years without fail, every morning, every night, reading it cover to cover, reading all of Psalms all the way through, Proverbs every single day, one the day corresponding with the chapter, continually reading everything. Genesis Revelation, Genesis Revelation, Genesis Revelation, Genesis Revelation, reading it. And growing up being told that it is equivalent to God. Now, I also have gone into all the Bible versions, the different versions. And I have battled people and it's just, I was in this world of being right. And being right doesn't matter if I'm not in love. Being right doesn't matter if you're not in love. Because guess what? (laughs) You're not right if you're not in love. I was on a walk this morning, run, run. I was walking after I was tired from running and I was out in the mountains again in the trails. And I realized the deep state, the cabal, whatever you want to call it, the Kazarian mafia, you want to call it um, the antichrist system, anti-Christ meaning Messiah, meaning the anointed one to bring liberation So he who brings liberation or that which brings liberation, a title of freedom, 
of personal freedom. So antichrist is actually anti-freedom. So the antichrist system is that which keeps us enslaved by fear in this world for the purpose of sucking every virtuous life-giving energy moment that we could give to each other and taking all that and using it for its own gain. And so this morning, I'm like, so let me get this right. The deep state, I'm talking to myself <laughs> on this walk, but I'm like, get, let me get this right. The deep state has infiltrated everything, religion, politics, philosophy, education, medicine, all institutions of every single possible variant of institution on this planet, but yet they haven't infiltrated the Bible. Of course they have. So then, because I've been looking at the Bible, is it quantum? Is it a quantum playbook? Just because the God in Genesis 1.1, is it the same God throughout? If God wrote his law in our heart, which I believe he has, because he's a loving God, and he wrote on our hearts every single one of us to love the creator and to love one another, to love the creation, to love, to give, to honor, to prefer, to set forth that which is beautiful and virtuous on this planet in every now moment. If you wrote his law on our hearts and it doesn't matter where you are in this planet, what culture you've come from, what family structure you've come from, what, what, degrees you have or degrees you've come from, what education you have or education you don't have, how remote you are on this earth or how connected you are on this earth. The law of God is written on all our hearts, thankfully, because we are made in his image, which is to love, to love, love, to love one another, to love the infinite creator, I'm reading the book of the Hopi, which is their, it's a, in, it's the first revelation of the Hopi's historical book of um, the Hopi and religious worldview of life. And it's basically the Bible that these, these um, native anthropologists were able to spend many years and actually write beginning to end the entire belief structure of the Hopi Indians, which have outlasted <laughs> numerous peoples and cultures. And I love this. This is the, the being that the, um, the infinite creator. So the infinite creator's name was Tiowa or Tiowa. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but Tiowa Tiowa created a being to create all that is. And he tells the being that created all that is, I can't pronounce his name, but that being says with all these, I have given you this world to live on and to be happy. He's telling the four people, um, the four, what does he call them? The four first people. He created black, white, red, and yellow. Those are the four first people on the earth. And this being is talking to him. This, this spiritual being is saying, with all these, I've given you this world to live on and to be happy. There is only one thing I ask of you, to respect the creator at all times. Wisdom, harmony, and respect for the love of the creator who made you. May it grow and never be forgotten among you as long as you live. Because when we have respect for the creator, what is the default of that? Respect of 
the creation, that which is in the process of being created. And so that's such a beautiful, beautiful truth. And I'm getting back to, in Genesis 1-1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Oh, it's beautiful. But Genesis 2-1 says, thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. Genesis 3-1 says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And I started questioning, is the Bible a quantum rule book for us to determine that which is true, which makes us free from that, which is not true, which keeps us enslaved to the parasitical antichrist system that does not want us to live in freedom. So I started questioning. I've been questioning everything. (laughs) I joked around. I did an episode on a couple weeks ago, I guess now, but that I became a, a nihilist one week. <laughs> I mean, I literally have uh, overturned every stone, everything. There is no sacred anything. If, if, if I have held it in my mind as truth, I have looked at it and said, is this really true? How do I know? Yes, faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Yes. And what is faith? And we're going to get into this in this episode because I want to talk about all these things I've been learning going through. And my dear brother and sister, you can reject everything I'm sharing and I bless you for it. There is no convincing for we are here simply to choose the experience in life that is before us and to eat the fruit of our choice. So this morning on my walk, I'm like, the Bible is a book of fear mingled with truth. The Bible is a book of fear mingled with truth. Now, God is love, the Bible says. It says twice in 1 John that God is love. It also says that perfect love casts out all fear. It says that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. And those that walk in the light as he is in the light, the blood, the life force of Yeshua HaMashiach, in love brings freedom. Jesus Christ cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Unrighteousness meaning standing outside of the infinite and unconditional love of the creator. Okay. So right standing is to walk in love, to be in love, to love one another, to love the creator and honor all that the creator has created, but then to observe that which is not love. So I can know in this dualistic existence what belongs to the creator and what has the creator allowed to be, which is antithetical to the creator. So the creator can eventually get our sovereign choice, our will, our free will to say, ah, creator, I see the opposite of what you've called me into relationship with you, which is love and goodness and truth and light and all virtue. And I see the fear. Therefore, I recognize it is not of you, but you've allowed it to exist in this time, space, and dimension for me to have no excuse for when I choose, I know that I am walking in love. So I get back to Genesis 1-1, Genesis 2-1, Genesis 3-1. 
in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That infinite creator, that one infinite, unfathomable creator created heaven and earth. And that infinite creator is love and light. And then it says in 2 1, thus, Genesis 3 1 says, now. And I've been thinking a lot about these three verses, which dictates from Genesis 3 1 onward is the fall, quote unquote, of mankind, where man essentially has been in relationship with the serpent, which is more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And from the relationship of the serpent, we have present day, where man is beguiled, enraptured, charmed by the serpent to say, you shall not, you shall not, you shall not, you shall not. All the while, the serpent is coiling and sucking the life force out of man. So how does that happen? I've been looking at these three words, in, thus, and now. In the beginning, in the beginning, God. So when we walk in love, in light, as it says, God is light. And those that walk in the light as he is in the light. Hmm. So in Genesis 1.1, in, when we walk in love and light and truth and beauty and goodness in meekness, in long-suffering, in temperance, in joy, in faith. Mm, the goodness. When I walk in, I have the fullness of creation, the fullness of life, the fullness of goodness, the fullness of truth, the fullness of freedom. However, we have the law of free will, and we can walk thus, meaning we can leave the inness to walk in the thusness, to explore, to, to try all things, to experience all things. And yet, now, anytime we leave the inness and we walk in the thusness, now, always now, the serpent is there. Serpent is there. The serpent is there. The serpent is there. <laughs> and the serpent is there. Now, the serpent is more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. So, God made the serpent to be the most subtle creature in the field when we walk thus. So for us to know, hmm, this isn't in love. Even, even in my best attempt at rationally combating. The serpent. The fact that I very that I even have to combat the serpent means I am not in love. For in love there is no combating. In love there is no contrast. In love there is no duality. In love, because perfect love casts out all fear. Years ago, when I was a Christian preacher, I wrote a devotional called uh, The Most Ignored Word in the Bible. It's the word all. It's a three-letter word, all. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. That's Proverbs 3, verses 5 
6, and 7. All is the most ignored word in the Bible. So perfect love casts out all fear. Hmm. So if we have fear, what are we lacking? Say it. <laughs> perfect love. Well, where's perfect love found? In. Not thus. In. In ourselves? Hmm. This is where you start to explore. This is where I've been exploring. This is where we get to look at this. In. Where is in? Jesus says, I, um, I and my father are one. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye, plural, you, all of you can do nothing. In thus, you can do nothing. In the love of the infinite one creator. And let me read what, what this, what God essentially is telling the four first peoples says with all these things I've given you this world to live on and to be happy. There is only one thing I ask of you to respect the creator at all times, wisdom, harmony, and respect, Mm. wisdom, harmony, and respect. You can only have a harmony when you have more than one note. So therefore, it is beautiful to walk in harmony with one another, to honor one another, to prefer one another, to love one another and the diversity and beauty that we all bring into this world in love. And respect for the love. Respect for the love. This is very interesting. I'm going to say this again. There's only one thing I ask of you to respect the creator at all times, wisdom, harmony, and respect for the love of the creator who made you wisdom for the love of the creator, harmony for the love of the creator, respect for the love of the creator who made you may it grow and never be forgotten among you as long as you live. That's a teaching, that's an ancient teaching that existed well before the European came and said, submit or die. Because God wrote his law on everyone's heart. A law, L-A-W, if you reverse it, is wall, W-A-L. Add an extra L and you have our current spelling of wall. To keep something in and to keep something out. So the law that God wrote on our hearts is to love him, which keeps us in his presence and to love one another, which keeps us in his love. However, if we leave the wall and go thus, we will always find the now serpent. And for my dear Christian brothers and sisters out there who may be listening to this and say, well, what is Jesus? Jesus created all things. Read the Dead Sea Scrolls. Read, read, read. Be like the Berean who read and studied. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
So you can only divide the word of truth when you know the contrast of truth and lies. And what, how can we tell if something is true is if it makes us free. For Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And before you say, Jesus is the truth, he said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the father, but by me, not through me. That's the deception of the serpent, but by me, meaning you stand by him, acknowledging that I am in God is love, truth, and life. The way, the truth, the life in the father. So I have, (laughs) oh, dear brothers and sisters, I have gone through so much. And I see the world being deceived and has grieved my very soul. I have wept. I have cried because people are in fear who lacked perfect love and they chose fear and compliance and compromise as opposed to trust with all thine heart and all thine ways. To allow perfect love to cast out all fear. But because so many have walked thus, the serpent, that which sucks the life out of humankind, has deceived many. And I don't want to be deceived. I've said many times on this podcast and with other guests that I would turn anything. I would, I would reject everything to find truth because of being gaslit in religion and having a narcissistic sociopath parent and craziness and all the abuse and the insanity and the God bless you and Jesus loves you, all the craziness. But no one ever asked the truth. No one wants to know the truth because the truth disrupts the lie. I wanted truth. I wanted freedom. I needed to breathe. So I would turn on anything if it wasn't true, if it didn't bring truth, which has led me to this time where the Bible has so much truth, but it is a book of fear because it's been infiltrated. The teachings have been infiltrated. The teachers have been infiltrated. And I'm not telling you what to believe, what not to believe. I'm just sharing my journey with you. And the conclusion that I feel like God has shown me this morning is that in, thus, and now. And the call is to return back to walk in love, in truth, in goodness, in beauty, in love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, gentle, faith, temperance, meekness. Against such, there is no law. There's nothing to keep you out of the love of God when you walk in these things. And when it says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. What is faith? Faith is, faith is evidence of things. Uh, what, I'm sorry. What is the definition of faith? In the Bible, faith is the evidence of things hoped for. Let's see now, faith. Okay, 
hang with me for a sec. Because it says in Hebrews 11.1. 1, it says in Hebrews 11.1. 1, here we go. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So faith is a result. Faith is a fruit, the fruit of the spirit. Faith is not a primary mode. Faith is a result of a primary mode. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hmm. The evidence, the result of things not seen. The Bible also says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. Let me find that verse. For without faith, Hebrews 11.6. So it just goes down a few verses later. It says in Hebrews 11.6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So faith is substance and evidence of things hoped for and not yet seen. And it is impossible to please the infinite and one creator when you don't seek him and walk in faith. In faith, in love, in truth, in beauty, in joy. We enjoy when we are in joy. We are in love when we walk in love. And I have grieved the world being deceived by fear and the serpent who is saying just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. You shall not surely die. You shall not surely die. And yet, brothers and sisters, many things are dying right now. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, temperance, and meekness. Those are dying in the world for those who've walked in fear, for those who have wandered thus without their eyes open to see the serpent say, no, no, it's all good. And who didn't return back to the infinite creator to have wisdom, respect, and love. I'm not here to make anyone feel bad, wrong, judged. I'm here to talk about the infinite love of the one good, infinite creator who loves his creation so much more than we can even fathom. The creator loves his creation, loves the creation, its creation. Do not let the serpent who wants to be like the creator, but cannot create itself. So takes what is created and changes that creation to fit its image instead of the image of the one infinite creator. Do not let that serpent deceive you any longer. And I say no to the antichrist system. I say no to the lies. I say no to the system. No, no. 
This is my earth. This is my planet. This belongs to the most high God under the law of love and light. I say no. We, the 144,000 light workers, light beings, rainbow warriors, will declare the love of the most high. And anyone and anything that stands outside of that love will find that God's love was the only thing that was worth believing in. And that is why the duality and contrast exists. So dear brothers and sisters, I love you. Walk in love, stay in love. Love, love. For what does love love? Love, 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 loves love. So I'm going to read this in closing here. With all these things I've given you this world to live on and to be happy. There's only one thing I ask of you. To respect the creator at all times. Wisdom, harmony, and respect for the love of the creator who made you. May it grow and never be forgotten among you as long as you live. Like William Wallace says in the movie Braveheart, all men die. Guaranteed, 100%. Take it to the bank. Everyone dies. But not everyone truly lives. And fear keeps you from truly living. And it can be masked in compliance, can be masked in kindness, it can be masked in whatever mask and justification. But life has no fear in it. Love has no fear in it. Truth has no fear in it. Faith has no fear in it. So that's what I want to leave you with, my brothers and my sisters. I bless you all. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.